0: Thank you for tuning in to Detail Memoirs. This episode is brought to you by Rotafest and Zenware. Rotafest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the VIN and create an invoice in the field. But it also includes integration with QuickBooks, Customer management tools, text and email reminders, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about RotaFest at rotafest.com. We are live! (laughs) Yes! Good morning, and welcome to the Corona edition of RotaFest Mafia Memoirs, coming to you live from Boise, Idaho. Can you breathe? (laughs)
1: I can't breathe. So, as Uh, always, everyone, uh, RotaFest Mafia Memoirs is sponsored by RotaFest, the software that drives your business. Uh, Now more than ever, you need to keep track of the things you're doing in your shops and in your business. So, um you know it's uh, scary times but serious times to take a look at what you're doing to keep track and to, to measure everything that's going on in your business.
0: And so now this week Rod and I are going to be quarantined together for the next 14 days. So social distancing is out am, the window. I am prepared. <laughs> yeah. I'm staying seated. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, good morning Diane. We are super super excited. So, for you guys that don't know, you've probably live been living under a shell, but this is Diane Doyle good the morning everyone. Brain behind detailing success so we have we have uh, of course uh Rennie that is the voice in the face, but the brains is sitting right there in the command chair so
2: well, thank you for all the the untrue craziness right <laughs> <laughs>
1: so you know my, honestly, my ego
2: my ego has been properly st- stoked this morning there you go. thank you very much
1: today, i mean we're making a lot of fun of this um, trying to keep positive but today one of the main reasons we wanted to have you on is to kind of dispel some of the myths and to talk about the truths and the things that are unknown uh, and I specifically mentioned those three because that's what's going on. There's a lot of myths. I mean, you know, a couple weeks ago we were joking, you know, I got some whiteboard cleaner and, you know, that that ain't going to cut it. So we want to talk about um, things that actually will help uh, alleviate this. Um, we know several things. We don't know other things. But um, want to start with some things that you know because of your expertise in interior cleaning. And that's, I think what people's big concern in the last couple of weeks and probably the next couple of months going forward is how to properly sanitize the interior of a vehicle.
2: Well, here's the thing. I mean, I've been, I've been spewing this forever. Interiors are a, a, a Petri dish of guck. And because everybody likes the shining paint they get ignored and health wise and everything else. That's the interiors where it's at. And so as far as the interiors go, I mean, my main, my main thing and everybody, unfortunately, everybody's scared. Everybody's panicked. We don't want to perpetuate fear, but we've got to stay clean. And so from the interior side, the, the one thing, the first thing that I would probably find the most important to, to talk about with interiors is your personal protection. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like you said, everybody's getting, you know, we're quarantined, we're this, we're that. With health workers, everything else, they're having to, to, to put themselves at risk. And, and it's the same thing with an interior. You cr- climb in an interior. If it hasn't been enough days, you know, there still, there still could be live vi- virus. And so personal protection, you guys had your masks, you had your gloves. Here's the thing, um, you know, I noticed that, you know, Rod had the, the respirator type mask and Jody had the, the, the paper mask. And here's yeah. the thing, <clears throat> masks, all of that's great. I mean, you know, obviously this is an airborne issue we're dealing with but proper wearing of your mask. If you don't have those masks on right, they are not going to do what they need to do.
1: Right, this one I specifically brought it in because the bottom strap, this uh, this is a leftover from Air Force One 2019, and the bottom strap got broken off. So this is absolutely ineffective. This appears to be the safest thing, but all it does is go over the top of my head, and that's it. The whole bottom of it is exposed, so that is absolutely not effective because the bottom strap is broken. It does nothing. This one this one is an N95 mask, and the big difference between these and the other ones, the ones you get, you see people in the hospital where they just hook around your ears. These have the nose piece, and they're fitted around your nose, and that's why these are effective. That N95 that's on there, exactly. that is what denotes the type of particulates that it will Prevent from coming in, or more importantly, out. Going out with these, it's to protect you from particulates going out.
2: Right, and so you know, I I see people. I you know, I've been I've been you know, kind of watching on the internet, and it just makes me laugh because they've got their masks, they're gapping on the sides. You know, just because you're not infecting the people directly in front of you doesn't mean that that is going out the sides, and you know, whoever's whoever's sitting next to you, like you know, Jody there, you know, you, you could be, you know, and <laughs> just blown yeah. it. Aside.
1: I mean, if he's got this on and he's actually sick and it's got gaps everywhere, it's coming right out the top of it. And okay. the, and that is the, um, <clears throat> they're, they're not necessary for one thing. Um, uh, they're only necessary. What we've been hearing from the CDC is for people that actually have symptoms. Um, now that changes when you talk about detailers or somebody working on the interior of a car.
2: Exactly. And, and, and the reason you know gloves obviously are a huge issue uh the thing is we don't want to be reusing these masks we don't want to be reusing these gloves it, they have to be changed out and but you know on on a detailing standpoint you know what do we use we use steam we use uh, you know even even you know you get into a car obviously you know people don't take care of their cars like they should to begin with so you know, now they're concerned with the virus. And so, you know, the virus that lands on surfaces, if there's dirt on those surfaces, guess what? It's landing on the dirt on the surface. So the minute that you start, you start moving that dirt and that, that's when it goes airborne. So as far as protection, we just have to try and cover all the bases you know. So they, let's
1: talk about let's talk about two areas particularly because I know there's two things that um, well actually three things that that are effective. Number one, I was talking to a guy yesterday. Um, if someone has a vehicle and there is for any reason at all, even a concern that that car is infected, the number one, the first thing that I think that you can do to ensure that you're as safe as possible is schedule the work for more than 3 days out park that car put it in the detailing success impound yard and don't <laughs> touch it for 3 days because yeah. we know from the CDC that the virus can live on a surface for up to 3 days so
2: here let me let me put something in there so CDC EPA all of all of those agencies you know they've got virus now that they can test but it's 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 an ongoing process. And so a lot of information that's out there is testing on prior coronavirus strains. Yes. And so, you know, where where I appreciate the three day the three-day mark there, you know, you're looking two to nine days, guys. And yeah. and the fact of the matter is, as far <laughs> as as you know, quarantining the vehicle and all of that, any vehicle you touch right now, it should be considered contaminated. It yeah. shouldn't, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be going, well, you know, they think they're exposed. There's a lot of people out there right now that are carriers. And so, you know, all of the vehicles that you touch, treat them like they're contaminated. It's, it's not worth the risk. Your first and foremost priority is yourself and your family. If you can't, if you're going to, if you're going to be down sick with this, you're done. Uh, You know, it's, I'm not going to bring my car to a detailer that has coronavirus.
1: Right. No, that's, that's definitely true. So, so let's talk about the other two methods of cleaning, which people have talked about, which is either steam or chemicals. So um, my concern when we talk about steam, is the improper use.
2: Okay, so <clears throat> steam, you know, any, any, anything that you're going to use, if it's used improperly, obviously the effectiveness goes. Right now, you look at CDC, you look at any of these things, soap and disinfectants are the only things that they're saying, thumbs up, that's, you know, that's what we're going to go with. Now, steam the the temperature. So to kill to kill this virus, saying <clears> you know 165 to 212. You know most commercial grade steamers. There, in the broiler, it's a lot higher. But as it travels through the hose, and out the tip, and then hits the air, your your temperature goes way down. Yeah. So you know one of the manufacturers is 290 degrees at the tip. Well. That's when it immediately comes out. So the distance to the to the surface, all of that, your your airtime in between there is gonna dissipate that heat. And so you're not gonna get that up to it. Now it, I, I'm not saying that steamers aren't a great thing to do because you know they do sanitize. But right now we're worth, we wanna um, so <sighs> So the, the virus, the virus, it has an external uh, uh, an envelope around the virus, right? Mm-hmm. And with viruses, they're, they're, that envelope is easier to break down. Soap and disinfectants. Right now, that's that's what they're saying. Steam to sanitize. So you're gonna you're gonna clean, sanitize, and disinfect. If you're sanitizing, or I'm sorry, dif- disinfecting and sanitizing at the same time, that's kind of the perfect storm because you've got that disinfectant that, that's actually going to kill the virus where soap, soap doesn't kill it, right? It, it washes it away, right. but you need that disinfectant. So you really need at least those two, uh, two the methods. combinations, but putting steam in there steam, ozone, you know, uh, ultraviolet. Okay. No one's talking about ultraviolet. Uh, this, the, the higher temperatures, that's when this virus gets killed. Okay. Ultraviolet, you know, we're just waiting for summer (laughs) when, when the ultraviolet kills it also. So ultraviolet light, steam, all of these things, you just can't depend on one, one in particular. And that's, and that's the thing. And, And this kind of segues into something that I'm really concerned about as far as interior detailing on Facebook, you're seeing everybody, you know, Oh, we're going to clean this. We're going to, you know, we're going to disinfect, we're going to get rid of this. You're not going to do that because here's the thing until, until they get a handle on this and get it stopped, it's going to perpetuate. So I could go in spend you know four hours disinfecting a vehicle their little typhoid mary their little child that they have with them walks you know hops in the car gets in the car seat and spews it all over again so as, as we've got to set expectations we've got to educate our customers and they've got to understand that you know the things that we're telling them, we're not. We can't promise them removal. I hate. I hate removal. Just in that that, right? That fact because the minute they they go to the grocery store and they put their purse down in the cess pit of the cart, and then they put that in their car. Well, guess what? Now it's in the car. So right. so setting expectations liability wise. We really have to be careful right now. Uh, I've seen so much on the, on the, on Facebook and social media, and we've got to protect ourselves physically and from a liability standpoint. Don't promise your customers, you know, you're gonna when you send it back, doing it right and using the proper methods, and it goes into dwell time and manufacturer's instructions and all that. We'll talk about that in a minute, but. When you're when you're you're promising them these things, you you have you have no control right now over your life, let alone what they're going to do in their car. So you do their car right, you follow all the manufacturer's um, instructions. You're letting the dwell times. You're 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 using your soap. You're you're disinfecting all of this stuff. When the car leaves, it should be disinfected and ready to go but the minute they leave then it's no longer you know it's 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 out of that quarantine zone right yeah
1: yeah yeah. so so you guys the the thing is is and one of the reasons I was really excited to get you on here is because you guys the training center the detailing for success training center you're teaching people the proper methods of doing this and one of the things that I've seen out there on watching all the forums and looking at everything is You've got people that have never used a steamer that are asking questions about a steamer. And so let's take, for instance, somebody that doesn't know what they're doing. There's a little dial on a new car that changes the transmission or something. And you hit that with even 200 degree steam. That electronic device is (laughs) toast. And if yeah. you don't know what you're doing, you're putting yourself at liability for damaging the vehicle, let alone, I mean, the virus is a huge deal and we're, we're you know, everybody's talking about that, but now you're talking about somebody that's inexperienced, that's never been properly trained, that's going into a car and they're going to damage all the electronics and the doors and the dash and the console everywhere. You can't just hit everything with 300 degree steam and expect that you're not going to hurt it.
2: Well, and, and temperature aside, it's more the moisture of yeah. the steamer that, that that's the issue but here's the thing okay so you go on to the CDC website you know it's handles it's buttons it's it's all of these things with a steamer though those those type of areas are actually areas that you want to avoid because of the electronic right the electronic components so that's why it takes me back to the soaps and to the disinfectants like I said. I am a huge steam proponent and, and anybody that comes through my class knows that. But here's the other thing with, with steam, even air. Okay. We've got a lot of detailers out there that use compressed air. Okay. Mm-hmm. In this instance, I, I, I'm not a huge fan. You know, there's, 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 there's places and uses for most everything, but here's the thing. You shoot compressed air in there. Okay, guess what? You're
1: it's coming right back at blowing you, blowing everything. And anybody that's ever taken compressed air and hit a dash with it, the dust goes everywhere.
2: Well, and the same thing happens with the steamer. The it yeah. one of the one of the things that steamer you know it lifts everything to the surface. It brings right. it up. It vaporizes it, right? So, so everything that we've got going that you know is is you know kind of chilling on the beach you know all of those little viruses are laying on the dash or laying on whatever then we blow them with steam you've got the psi you've got all these things guess what now we're making it airborne even though even though like with soils even when you were to just use a towel or something like that you're 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 disrupting the bond and and it can go airborne too so so, like I said, that, that's why I keep going back to personal protection. You've got to be covered. Um, they're saying that as far as it getting on your skin, it can sit on your skin. It's from when you touch it and you right. ingest it is when the problem is. But, you know, to be out there not mm. fully clothed, not fully covered, and then, you know, washing your stuff, okay? one of the one of the the big things that you know I, I saw a guy on Facebook the other day, and you know he's out he's out climbing around in this you know car and he's cleaning everything up so now all of that is on his person right he's going to transfer it to his car he's going to go home and transfer it to his family so you know have a change of clothes you know we could you know have have all sorts of you know, new, um, what do you call it? Uh, indecent exposure, but you know, you need to, you need, <laughs> to, get that, you need to get that stuff off before you, you right. know, cross contaminate, but, but you know, like you were asking about the steamers, um, I just, I just want to make sure people understand that it's going to blow around and yeah. you can't, yeah, that's, 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 that's
0: always the thing is you go ahead. No, that's, mm-hmm. okay. that's the thing that is, I've been watching these videos. I'm like, I'm watching the steam go all around them. You know, and mm-hmm. Joe Flores w- did a really good job. He had his full suit on and everything. And, but I want to go back to something you said about when you get everything all disinfected mm-hmm. and it's all clean and ready to go out the door and mom with her typhoon Mary comes along what are some things that Mama can do to protect once she's gone? I saw one lady saying, "Look, you need to keep a whole thing of <clears throat> Clorox non-bleach wipes, and every time you before you get in the car, out wipe it down." Is that legit?
2: Okay, so what what they're saying, and you know, like I said, keep in mind that you know they're they're testing on this virus now, but it's it's for prior viruses, SARS, yeah. MERS. Uh, you know, the other, the other coronaviruses that no one's talking about, you know, you go to get a flu shot. That's it's, it's true. the strain true. from last year. They can, they can only have, they can only go with what they have alcohol, any, any products you want to 70% is honestly my, I feel much more comfortable Mark, right? 60% they're saying, but so any, any, but even like a lot of these hand sanitizers that are less than 60% alcohol based, honestly, aren't killing anything. Okay. I mean, they're killing some, but it's not, I went to the store the other day and I was laughing because, you know, they're getting these, you know, off-brand hand sanitizer, but they're, they, they're not all at that level. So you have to, you know, make sure that they know, you know, Alcohol-based products, sixty percent or above. Um, the hundred percent ones, it, there, there's issues there with that. So if you can sixty or seventy, hit right in that mark, because a lot of a lot of times, you know, it's like bleach. Okay, obviously we're not going to use bleach in an interior, but bleach, you have to even. Uh, dilute in the proper right,
1: right. Somebody's yeah. gonna, we're gonna see it. We're gonna see in the next two weeks, somebody's gonna be like, Oh, what do I do? I took my Clorox out to clean this car and now it's totally. I'm like, Yeah, well, you killed my red car. seats are pink,
2: uh, exactly. And that's why, that's why I'm going down this bleach pathway is because you know, Clorox wipes, okay, make sure it and, and it all comes back to education but so that the alcohol products are going to be a little bit safer, you know, because we all know that when you tell your client something, they're hearing about 20% of what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: So, you know, a Clorox wipe Lysol. I mean, honestly, Lysol is probably one of the things that's, that's great. You know, (laughs) that's, that's gonna, that's gonna kill stuff, but, but they need to be reading the labels. And, and this goes for detailers, personal people, whatever, read the labels, understand dwell times because, okay, so, okay, you want to bleach your phone. Okay. Obviously we don't want to get moisture in it, yada, yada, yada. But here's the thing that bleach has to sit on there for 30 seconds. How often do you take a wipe and wipe something for 30 seconds?
1: Right. Yeah.
2: Until you hit that dwell time mark, you're getting some of it off, but you're not, you're not, you're not killing it. You're wiping it away with a (laughs) wipe. And so anything they do is going to be better than nothing.
1: Right.
2: But we just, honestly, I just wish people would stay calm.
1: Well, and I think that part of the thing that's coming up with this is you've got people that are using chemicals. I I'm certain it scares me to death, but I'm certain there's people that don't understand what the word dwell time means. And they just looked it up while they're watching this. The thing that they'd also don't understand is you're now not just at risk for what you're doing to the car, but you are physically required to have an a safety data sheet on every chemical that you have in your shop. I know of one software in particular This one right behind me, Road FS, that tracks all and we can hold all of the MSD sheets for every chemical. You're required to have that. If somebody walks in your shop and says, what chemical are you using? Oh, I'm using this one right here. It's a great product. I buy it all the time. Where's the safety data sheet? Uh, I don't have it. You are putting you and your company at risk. Have those safety data sheets. Understand the chemicals that you are using, what they do, what they don't do the dwell times and what what you're supposed to do to use them properly because there's so many people that just think they're going to go in there and they're just going to douse this thing down and just everything's great I'm going to just spray the whole thing down to get everything moist keep it all down and then I'm going to go clean it all up and now you're just (laughs) you know the perfect analogy is walking into a men's room oh gosh you walk into (laughs) a men's room (laughs) you come out of the men's room I'm not walking into a men's room Rod yeah, yeah, and you step in somebody's car. What did you just do? Yeah. You just completely contaminated that car. And when you tell people that, they're like, Oh, I never thought of that. Well, you have to think of that. You're the one that they're coming to as an expert. You're the one that's gonna set the expectation. And I think you're doing a perfect good job of that is if, you know. Uh, somebody comes in soccer mom van and you clean it all up and here come the three kids to get back in the car to pick it up. You need to set those expectations right there. Yeah,
0: put those three kids in the hazmat suit and exactly. then throw them in the car.
1: I've got this special rubber <laughs> glove. Just stick a little Susie in here. No, you just got to tell them now. This car sanitized right now. The second that you open that door and you get in, anything you have on you is going to be in that vehicle. So, you know, setting up return appointments and follow ups and explaining to them how to take care of things. Um, you know, I'm a big proponent of the, uh, the big 3M suits. They're, they're disposable. I have them in my shop all the time for painting and different things, but I don't want that stuff going in my house. So I use them all the time for that.
2: Right. And, and, and that, and that's, and that's the, the most important thing is keeping, keeping stuff centralized. But, you know, like as far as you had asked me, you know, about setting the expectation, that's such a huge and important, you know, we can't, we can't overpromise. We've got to watch from a liability standpoint. We have to set the expectations because, I mean, anytime you see a huge disaster, you know, the sharks start circling and, you know, they come in and they're ripping people off. And we have come so far as an industry to bring ourselves up to this next level where we're professional and we're this, and we're, you know, educated and all of these things. The minute that some of these guys go rogue, it's only going to take a shot and undermine everything that we have done just because morally and ethically, you know, they're just trying to make a buck and I don't want to see that happen in our industry when We have worked so hard.
1: Yes. Right. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, the thing, unlike other crises we've had in the country, right, <clears throat> 2006, the housing crisis, that was a real unknown. The thing that we know about this, we do know certain things. We know this is going to end. It's a virus. It has a life cycle, and it'll end. <clears throat> China is already lifting restrictions right now. That, that's a throat thing. That's not a cough. Right? <laughs>
0: That, God,
2: China, I'm, I'm over this here on the safety side of this computer. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to just put a rubber glove over
0: you my You have the head. advantage of social distancing. I have to be next to him. <laughs> 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 so It's like a
1: Howie Mandel thing. Yeah,
0: right? you um, get the- what, what, what? what?
1: So – the, 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 the advantage of this is we know that it will come to an end if we just do the right things. And I think one of the questions Jody and I were talking about early on in this is, you know, everybody's going, oh, everybody's overreacting. And I said, what is the proper reaction to a pandemic? And if you think about it.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's it. If you think about it in your background in the military and Rennie's background in the military and with with rescue missions. Right. The number one thing is stay calm. Keep your head about you. Make a plan. And then execute on that plan and things will happen. You'll have to shift the plan, but you've got to have a plan. You've got to be calm.
2: Well, and risk management, you know, military search and rescue, all of these things, even, even, even business side wise, you know, corporate, you know, everything is risk driven risk, you know, your risk assessments, your, all of these things and when you have those things in place or when you when you focus on that it is calming okay because then you go okay well i know this is a risk okay i'm going to do this to to mitigate that you know and then that's going to that's going to lower my 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 risk um assessment down to a manageable level and that's all we're doing at this point managing risk no matter what we do it's there's, we have to be logical. We have to be calm. You know, people are saying, oh, they're overreacting. Okay. Well, we know just from watching the media, no matter what anybody does, it's going to be, you know, that, that armchair quarter rack thing. Okay. If they hadn't said, okay, we need to, you know, let's shut down schools for, you know, a few weeks and whatever, blah, blah, blah. If they hadn't done that, they're damned if they do and damned if they don't. No, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, in in the grand scheme of things, you're responsible for yourself. You're yeah. responsible for yourself and your family, and not to say that you don't care about other people. That's not what I'm saying. But if everybody focused on keeping the risks personally down, then you're not going to, you know. Why does the government have to do this for us? Why does the government have to say, okay, you guys need to do this? We're, we're grown but adults, and you should know better. You know, if there's an airborne virus, you don't want to breathe it. You don't want to tell – you know what I mean? Like, let's, let's be logical. But unfortunately, people aren't. They're sheep. And <laughs> –
1: they are, and that's that is part of the problem with the whole with the whole thing is that we are sheep, and we do. <clears throat> I think a lot of us take some kind of solace or some kind of calmness in having somebody else tell us what to do. Some of us don't. Some of us do not like anybody to tell us what to do. Some of us like to make our own stupid decisions, really? even if it causes injury. <laughs> so, but that's that's okay because when you talk about risk assessment, I think personally that type of personality can do that assessment. You can very quickly say, okay, here's the situation I'm in. What is the risk? If I go here, this will happen. If I go here, this is happen. I'm going to go this direction. Whereas somebody that doesn't do that, somebody that literally relies a hundred percent on someone else telling them what to do is going to get in that situation and go, what do I do? What do I do? And that's the people that are out buying 700 rolls of toilet paper. I mean,
2: he, he, the, the <laughs> toilet paper thing, you know, kind of makes me laugh, but it 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 brings up a very a very okay
0: yeah.
2: because I'm like you I I I don't consider myself a sheep in, in any form or fashion but here's the thing people are pack animals just like sheep and all of these things okay so we're all sitting in a field together if five sheep start running in one direction I would like to say. That I'm gonna be that badass. Sheep. Oh, sorry.
0: You can say that. You can say it.
2: badass. We know <laughs> you
0: are that. That so
2: you're- badass sheep that's gonna stand my ground, and I'm not gonna follow them. But then another fifteen go, yep. and another fifteen go, <laughs> and then I'm the lone sheep, thinking, "Well, shit, what did I miss? What maybe they know something I don't? Maybe sure. you know?" And then guess what? I go and buy a roll of toilet paper. Okay, so. So the, 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 the group panic and the group mindset that we have as people, because we are social animals, right? No matter how firm we think we are, you're still, I mean, you know, I guarantee you're not down to your last roll of toilet paper.
1: Oh, no. And yeah. I've actually, I've actually had somebody that already had to borrow some from me because, yeah. because just in normal usage, they're like, I'm out of toilet paper. And I'm like, <laughs> That's fine. I know when the stores get them. I mean, this is on a normal risk assessment. I know when Costco gets their
0: shipment.
2: Okay. Yeah. So, so, you know, then it, but it, 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 it cracks me up because, okay. So, you know, when the, you know, when the shipment comes in, so you go to Costco, what, where are you standing waiting for Costco to open? I guarantee okay. it's not six feet away from, you know, oh,
1: what no, I mean, you know, <laughs> no. And, that, and that's, what's hard about this is because it is perpetuating the, the mass hysteria perpetuates mass hysteria. And you're absolutely right. The sheep analogy is a perfect example. So when you think about it, you know, my wife and I, my wife is, um, we are both of the same type of personality. We are both very strong willed. We are both very independent Um, there's a lot of people that say, wow, I cannot believe you have been together for as long as you've been together because we are both very, very, uh, much wanting to be in control of our environment. But at the same time, when we get into a situation like this, we both come together and go, okay, what are the things we need to do? What do we need to take care of? We have our immediate family. And then you start going out. It's the layers of an onion. Uh, it's it's my analogy is always the airport. The airplane is lost oxygen. What is the first thing you do? The first thing you do is put on your own mask because you are ineffective taking care of somebody else if you're dead. So you put on your own mask and then you help somebody else in need. You start with your immediate family. Then you start going out and you start going out into those areas. And we're at the point where we need to start looking at the community in general. How do we help the community? What kind of things can we do to offer up to the community? I mean, I, you know, there's people out there that, in uh, I'm sure, April, May, 2020, Craigslist is going to be flooded for sale: 17,000 rolls <laughs> of toilet paper,
2: cheap. Come and get it. You know? 2050, you're going to be using your last roll. Going, oh my god, you know. You know. Yeah. but but <laughs> at the same time, you've got people in communities that don't
1: have that stuff, that somebody that needs it that can't get it. So I'm glad to see the stores are starting to open up early hours. For elderly people, the problem is now you got fifty elderly people in the store together, and they're the most susceptible. And well, the store and, has not been sanitized.
2: And and honestly, I get why they're doing it, but to me, I mean, okay, they're that's the elderly is the high risk group, right? I mean, none of nobody's gonna just, you know,
0: describe dis- that. Right?
2: Okay, so. You know, I'm I'm no spring chicken, but I can't get through a store in 15 minutes, okay? A lot of these stores, it's like, okay, the store opens up at 745 for anybody 65 years or older, and then it opens up at 8 for everybody else. Okay, there's no logic there. I mean, have you ever gone to the store with your elderly mother? Is she going to reasonably, if I can't reasonably get through a store in 15 yeah exactly okay so so they're trying to do these things, but some of the the logic is skewed, and like I said, we can armchair quarter rack and all of these things right but, but first and foremost, you know, I wish people just wouldn't panic. Um, we kind of kind of got off a little bit on a on a tangent, but you know, as far as like interior detailing and all of that, right now, everybody needs. Brittany says it all the time. Stop, drop, and roll. Okay. Get, get your, get you in order, get your family, like you were talking about with the mask, you know, and then let's work out. But honestly, I mean, we've got four to six more weeks of this guys.
1: Minimum minimum. I, yeah, oh I, saw, I saw one thing come out from the government today. It said it could be up to 18 months because there could be a resurgence after two or three months.
2: Well, and you know, that's not even on the financial side side. I mean, it's, it's it's gonna, it's gonna keep, it's gonna keep happening, you know, virus wise. I mean, virus, the, the, the lifespan, you know, when it's out doesn't stay as long, which is, is a benefit, but it's still, we're going to see repercussions of this. So to panic now to do all of these things and not be forward thinking just kind of blows blows me away but so you know i you see people all the time well you know i'm going to lose my business financially this is going to hurt way more than it is health-wise yes look at all look i mean spanish influenza um the swine flu the you know all of these things the the death toll numbers are way further than what we are but we've never had this pan, the pandemic, pandemic thinking that we have. Right.
0: Yeah. So, so kind of, I mean, we can keep going and I love this, but what I'd like to do is <laughs> I'd like to, like yesterday I had a conversation with my daughter and my daughter came home and she was saying, look, she was, man, I got one of my, my friends that is just so worked up about this. And it's like, you got to be serious about this. And I mean, this is really traumatic. and, and, I'm listening to her and my daughter's going, man, I wish she would just step back and breathe. And I think as I was listening to her, I asked her, I go, so what's her mom like? She said, oh, her mom's all in a panic. And we (coughs) as the adults, we as the business owners can set the tone for our families and for our customers. So what are some things that you recommend detail owners to do? to set the tone in their business and with their customers that will help them, you know, weather through this and come out stronger on the backside.
2: Honestly, just stay calm. It's all about education. <clears throat> it's all about not, not adding fuel to the fire, Okay. And, and, and that's, and that's the thing. If everybody, you know, it's like, it's like when someone smiles at you, you smile back. Okay. If you're going, ah! everybody's going to be like, ah! you know, it it's, it's contagious. Yeah. It's <clears throat> like the viruses. And so this panic is contagious. And so, but so can calm.
0: Yes. And
2: so <laughs> you want to stay calm and it's, it's going, it's, it's going to. It's going to, you know, there's, there's always, you know, the hypers online too, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's, that's key is people got to look at the long game. Um, This is, you know, you got to think about what you're going to do in your business nine months, a year from now. And if, if everybody's in a different situation and I don't want to stereotype and put everybody in the same boat, but, but if, if we're two weeks into this, and everything's a fire sale where are you going to be in, in nine month, months or five you yeah. you have got to think about the long game and you know change your business if you have to I had somebody we were talking we we're looking at a form yesterday and they were getting approached by uh some city vendor that was like <clears throat> you know we might as well take the time to disinfect and sanitize the city vehicles not because they were concerned they had been infected but because the city workers were home so Change the way you're doing your business, you know maybe you're not going to be doing fifteen coatings this month, but you're going to be doing fifteen interiors, and that's okay you've just got to think about the long game
2: well and, and then and that's and that's the thing everybody's panicked you know because they're laying people off they're doing this, everybody's worried about money, which honestly that's when that's that's when everybody's going to really panic right yeah. and but here's the thing if if you're if you're marketing and putting information out there now. I mean, obviously you want to be doing that, but if you get your clients all worked up now and don't educate them properly where, you know, okay, we're going to, we're going to start with a clean slate. You're going to need to do this, but understand that when things calm down, we're probably going to have to do this again because, okay. So, but if you, if you make them feel like, you know, this snake oil, you know, oh, I'm going to, you know, your car is going to be virus proof or whatever, you know, right. whatever stupid right. they're saying, you I mean, know, your credibility has gone down the pooper. And so when all of this calms down, like I, we were talking about earlier, you're, you're damaging all of the the foundation that's been set. Don't mislead.
0: Right. Don't
2: don't grab bucks now you know don't grab you know dollars toilet paper you know don't don't put everything in this basket because this is a long haul thing it's it's not going to you know two weeks where the kids aren't going to be going back to school they're not going to be you know you've got to understand that and and prepare for the long game and
1: and not and not to you know The the thing about it is, is I'm not, not calling anyone out and I'm not saying that I've seen this, but there are going to be those snake oil salesmen out there. And the problem is we have access to too much information right now. If I come out today and I'm like, white expo board cleaner, this is the shit. This will clean your car, disinfect it and totally kill the, they're going to go look it up online. And the next thing you know, 50 people are going to come in and talk about how bad I am. And so you've got to stay honest. If you don't know something, you don't know. I don't know if this is going to 100% remove everything from your car. I do know it's going to sanitize your car. I do know it's going to disinfect your car to the best of the ability of any professional detailer. I've got this professional training. I've gone to Rennie's, you know, in Diane's Center. I know what I'm doing in that aspect. I don't know what this is going to do long term. So let's schedule you for some follow-ups for the next want one one every two or three months and let's do this again just to give you the best possible chance of mine and, and take- that's that's the best you can do because when the CDC comes out and goes I don't know what kills it then you can't claim you do I mean
2: it, 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 exactly and, and 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 the thing of it is when 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 you're setting these expectations with people 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 are scared and you can either feed the fear or you can feed the calm. But knowing what products do, like I said, you know, EPA right now, they're like, if you want to, if you want to patent something and you want to go through the whole process of being EPA approved, it takes a very long time. Yep. okay right now, because everybody's panicked and everything else, they've kind of not not cut back, but they're they're letting more stuff come through quicker that hasn't gone through all of the testing so even when you're you know reading oh yeah, this kills ninety nine point nine percent there hasn't been enough time to test for that particular strain, right, and so So you you want to, you want to make sure your clients understand that, you know, at this point, we're just, you know, we're just trying to keep the wound clean, Mm -hmm. soap and disinfectant. Let's keep it clean, stay calm. And, you know, not eventually it's, you know, we're going to, we're going to get to that point, but I just, I really, I really worry about the setting expectations and and educating your clients and and that's and that's that's the biggest thing to me. You know, protect yourself, protect your clients and protect each other.
0: Yep, I love absolutely. That. You know, and and we wanna on that note, we we wanna thank you for taking the time. I mean what you and Rennie do with detailing success and the training and this the the elevation that you guys do and try to bring to the industry we truly truly appreciate you taking the time to visit with us this morning if you guys have not checked out uh detailing success it's detailing success.com they're hitting man chris woolman will be in touch with you i'm sure to get anything lined up for you and uh, we just appreciate you going any final words from you, Batman. No,
1: I think we should follow up in a couple of months and see where we're all at, but I think you ended it perfectly. Take care of yourself, take care of your family, your neighbors, and take care of everybody and just stay
0: calm. so
2: well i I really appreciate you guys inviting me on and and you know you guys all the love to you and you know if anybody has any questions, obviously they can get a hold of us, but um just. They call. Yep, awesome well, well thank Thanks, you guys. so
0: much everybody that's watching thank you for joining us make sure you take care of your families take care of yourself and serve some people give some love and uh let's just take care of each other in this chaos because when we're calm everything's calm so you guys have a great day and we will check you same time same bad channel just next week See ya.